TLDR, if you're short on time and want some top-line insights into the thinking and work of Dr. Melanie van der Velde and her impact wheel, then here are seven minutes of sound bites. If you do have time, you're on a walk, a long run, a cycle, a long drive, then do give the full episode a listen. It's fascinating of how she's distilled the 17 sustainable development goals down into four key pillars. Now, over to Melanie. Something that friends always tend to say is I'm an internal optimist. And I think I'm not every minute of every day, but I think to the core, yeah, I think that's very true. I would say I'm also very much a deep thinker. I love analyzing things. And a few years ago, I came across something called SPS, sensory processing sensitivity. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Never heard of it. It's super interesting. It's the same as HPS. It's a similar thing. It essentially means that as a species, there's a thing, you know, of neurodiversity that we're all wired differently, like I guess bees in a beehive. And so what, what this means specifically is that both in the human, but as well as animal kingdom, about 10 to 15% are on the spectrum of processing sensory input and information very deeply. The role they would typically play is to watch out for danger, you know, if in especially kind of instinct, instinct wise. And so for me, it was super interesting reading that. And I think I recognize so much of myself in there. So I think it explains why, you know, I do think very deep. I tend to really feel other people's emotions, sometimes too much. I kind of have to tell myself, look, you know, just stay in your own, stay in your own body. There are so many urgent issues. I think climate change, everyone knows how important and urgent that is. And these are the things I think a lot of people are aware of. We have many other pressing issues. Just very recently, just the last few weeks, thankfully, there's been the, the, the treaty by the UN on plastic pollution. So that's a major step forward. But indeed, if we don't change things drastically, the um, predictions are that by 2050, we have more plastic in our oceans than fish if you measure it by weight, which is a horrible thought. But also plastic by then will account for 15% of, uh, of emissions of the global carbon budget. So there's that, but there's also air pollution. We spoke about poverty that leads to 5 million deaths per year of uh, under five-year-olds, which is more than double the the deaths by COVID, but air pollution leads to 6.8 million each year. So there are some major issues. And I think we're fairly well aware of some of the environmental issues. I think poverty, I think often gets underemphasized, but I think what gets most underemphasized is the is the rising inequality. Uh, Joseph Stiglitz, who was the chief economist at the World Bank, won the Nobel Prize and wrote a brilliant book, The Price of Inequality. What he says and what the other experts really show is that rising inequality damages society tremendously. It leads to increased crime rates, worsened mental, physical health, increased suicide rates, polarization of society it's a, it's it's more of a breeding ground for for populism and increased social unrest and you know when it goes very gradual you, you don't really see it day to day and now there is a, just a bit of a spike with obviously the energy prices cost of living and so we see a bit more now of you know the strikes in the UK um, but you know there's issues around the world in Chile Peru and I think as Joseph Stiglitz also says if unless we really start changing the trend some of the kind of, you know, pay gaps are, are growing exponentially. It's scary. 
to think what social unrest is going to look like in the next 20, 30 years. So the essence of justice, as it was defined by Roman law, is, is to render each their dues. And so I think if you look at, if you divide it up, to me, on, on the one hand, you have poverty, inequality, social exclusion, and all the related SDGs like zero hunger, you know, health and well-being. And on the other side, you have the environmental issues, so not damaging, you know, the planet that we live on. And like the Brundtland Commission said, you know, it, it really justice, environmental justice is not compromising the needs of current and future generations. So the, the plastic pollution treaty, the um, mm-hmm. emissions, these are all not a matter of, oh, how charitable, but they're a matter of justice. You're not allowed to harm other people in our day-to-day life, but why can you do that as part of business? We've kind of become conditioned through our system that profit is okay regardless of the impact, but that's the piece that we're missing. Because you hear a lot of people also talk about we need to stop economic growth, and that's the answer. And I think it's not how much we grow. It's what we grow and how we grow. If you grow certain product services, but you're not harming the environment in the process or people's health, and you're doing it in a way that you are including people, you're including areas that need economic development, you are adhering to just payments in your supply chain within your organization, then it's fine to grow. It it can be very beneficial. So I I think economic growth, profit, these can be very, very positive things, but it's how we do it. And I think that's really the core of it is that that piece of recognizing that these four pillars actually are, it's not a nice to have, it's a matter of justice. But I love the analogy of, you know, if you're running a bath, and it's starting to overflow, you're not going to mop up the floor and forget to turn off the tap. It seems Mm -hmm. insane, right? It's just not very clever. You wouldn't do that. But if you look at, you know, the mountains of plastic entering our oceans, if you look at poverty and equality, that is exactly what we see a lot. And so the impact wheel is is focusing on on the, the core areas that where a company can tackle the SDGs at its root. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then also creates knock-on effects on related SDGs. And if you think, for example, about the SDG Zero Hunger or the SDG Health and Wellbeing, and let's say if you live in the slum and you have no shoes, that can be fatal. If you've got a wound in your foot and you walk about, you can very likely end up dying because you also don't have access to antibiotics, for example. And that happens, you know, a lot. So what, what, what would be the solution to that? So if you're working with a framework or you look at all the SDGs and you just think about, right, how am I going to tackle the second SDG zero hunger? Or how am I going to solve this issue of these children not having any shoes? You would likely think, okay, well, let, let's start providing shoes or find a way to provide shoes. And so you see examples like buy a pair, give a pair. It tends to work well in terms of PR. And we see a lot of companies adopting that model, buy one, give one, or buy one, give a percentage, but not really thinking, is that really fixing the issue? And so there's a woman, uh, a businesswoman called Bethlehem Tillehun, an Ethiopian businesswoman, uh, who set up Soul Rebels, which is now Africa's fastest growing footwear brand. Um, and I love how she puts it. She asks, if you give a child a pair of shoes and it grows out or wears out of it, then what does it have? But if mm-hmm. you give the parents a job, they will always have shoes and that child might not need shoes. You know, it's, it's, 
they, they might need antibiotics. They might need a school uniform. So what she has done is she set up manufacturing facilities in areas in Ethiopia that need economic development. And she gives people three times the industry average wage, medical care for the whole family. It's also all, all the facilities are based on, on solar power. They're all handmade. So it's, it's, it's zero emissions. It's brilliant. Okay, that's all for now, folks. Now, here's my ask of you. Please follow this podcast on Apple or Spotify or whatever player you use. Also, please subscribe to our new Random Collisions newsletter. We really are working to build a global community of action takers.